Talk Recorded live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Big and Fruity, a podcast for people who like a glass of wine. Sit back, relax, pour out a glass of your favorite wine, and join our host, Mr. Dave AC, for the next hour, while we enjoy some nice wine. likes a good glass of red wine, your host, Mr. Dave A.C. Yes, hi everybody, and note to self, when you're starting a podcast, try not to sneeze, and if you are going to sneeze, mute yourself. Hi everyone, what a welcome that is to episode 45 of the Big and Fruity. Yes, but it's not Big and Fruity, it's actually the Big and Fruity Wine Podcast. I'm Dave AC, your host. Welcome yet again to another Tuesday night where, glass in hand, I uh, talk about wine, not with any great knowledge, but certainly with enthusiasm. Um, Joining the room by Jorvik, who's been with us on a number of shows and is absolutely most welcome to be here and makes a great contribution when he is. So I'll just say a quick hello to him, let him unmute himself, and then uh, we'll go on to uh, the initial wine that I am drinking. So, hi, Jorvik. Hi, Dave. Good evening. Good evening. We'll get round to what you may or may not be drinking in a moment, if we can. But as per usual, I just want to give out some basic details then we'll have a little sippy sip of the wine I've got. Remember, I'm not going to go with any professional... <laughs> Don't even pretend, David. Uh, basically, we said it before, uh, this is a wine for people who enjoy enjoying wine. People who, 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 who when they go to the supermarket, they sneak off... No, this is going to sound sexist because the women may well do it, but basically take a good 15 or 20 minutes out of their supermarket shop. Probably nowadays with the modern family, uh, the wife will say, hey, hang on, you're not choosing mine. You picked that awful Pinot Grigio last time and I didn't particularly like it. So as a couple, you'll probably go and choose your his and hers wines. You may even like the same wine. But I, I think it would be rather nice to have a wife that didn't like the same wine, then you have to buy two. So, enough wittering. We go out live on the TalkShoe site. The call ID is double one double two seven two. It goes out at the uh, Eastern Daylight Time of 5pm. But for those members of you that live in the UK, like myself, that is 10pm. Doing it much later than that would help us with our American audience, but it may have people yawning on the podcast, which is never a good thing. So, for the moment, we're sticking with the 10pm UK time, and you can, of course, if you can't make it live, listen to us either by going to the TalkShoe call site, and that is by putting in TalkShoe in Google, and then going to the call ID 112272. Why not really just uh, dig out on it, go, go wild, and subscribe on iTunes. I'm sure if you put Big and Fruity in, it will come up pretty soon. You've got a lovely, and dare I say it, a man pink uh, logo with the words, the Big and Fruity podcast, touch your ID, double one, double two, seven two. So you should have no difficulty in finding it. And it will even play on things like iPads and so on. Okay, every week I usually do... Um, talk about the wine I'm drinking, then do a few wine facts, and then we have a topic. But the topic today is going to take up, I think, most of the show, although we'll give time over to Jorvik to make his contribution. Yes, on Thursday of last week, that's the 28th of June, I went to a Naked Wine event. You'll know by now that uh, I'm away, Naked Wine Angel, and some of the better wines I buy are bought from Naked Wines. And they've been having a um, Naked Wines UK Tour 2012, uh, been going over uh, about 8 to 10 or even 12 
different uh, venues around the UK, getting people introduced, people who are members could bring along, and for the Prinsley fee of £10, they could have the opportunity to taste up to 100, uh, 145 wines. But more of that in a moment. That should have you drooling in your seat. Okay, let me put in the room um, the picture that I put up every time on my TwitPick link of the wine I'm drinking. And um, let me have a little look and see how many people have had a little look at that picture already. I'm going to click on it just to refresh it. And 48 views. Two of those are mine, so 46 views. Thank you. The wine in question is the Boulders. It's a Californian wine. It's Petite Syrah. Uh, obviously, wine from the USA, 2010, 14%. And um, I've had it opened and poured out. And as I was saying to you, Orvik, just before we started the recording, I don't often get petite syrup, but my friend Ian, Six Doctor, who is in Florida, America, he was having one, uh, one of the ones he got sent by Naked Wines as one of their beta testers. And he said he had not tried that grape. And since it's sometime since I had, and since I was also determined, this being the 3rd of July, to pick an American wine, so at the end I can toast people to a happy 4th of July, um, this is the one. And you think when you hear the word petite, you're going to get a, a sort of a, a flimsy, insipid little wine. But this is a beautiful-looking wine, a real dark clarity colour, and we've got absolutely tons of fruit coming off it with that lovely, uh, earthy uh, earthy undertone to it. So I'm going to take a lovely big sip and uh, tell you what I think. Wow, that is really intense. Maybe it's because I believe the American palate likes big fruit bombs, and that is a big fruit bomb. Slightly unexpected, I must admit, although, of course, at 14%, you are expecting a healthy uh, punch. But there's a lovely... Ooh. And it has got quite a long finish to it. And um, um, more of the sort of tannins are coming through. Not very strong. The subtle, it's more a fruit-forward wine with just a, a little structure just to, to, to give it a longer taste on the mouth. Mm. I'm going to have a great deal of it problem trying to retain half that bottle for tomorrow night. But that is lovely. So um, I've put the link in for you, Vicky. You've seen the wine. I've tasted it. But I wonder what he's drinking. Jorvik, do you want to tell us what you're drinking? Yeah, certainly. It's called El Bombero. It's Spanish, 2011. And uh, it's write-up says, Big, Rich and Deliciously Bold. Uh, it is. It's also 15% proof, which is <laughs> quite powerful, right? And very, very smooth. It is a really nice, velvety wine, I must admit. Right. The, uh, uh, we have already the put is, the... the... gone. Yeah, the grape is Grenache, um, although they say Garnacha, uh, and very, very nice. I can definitely recommend this one. Uh, it's um, uh, one of your Lathwaite wines, isn't it? Uh, this is a Lathwaite, uh, yes. Yeah, 2011, and uh, looks like it's had some good reviews. I haven't actually clicked onto the review page. Maybe you could just do that for us. And I could ask you just to, if there's any you could pick out. Well, I just remember to add into the wine that I've got. Um, it's a wine from the Coop, and I must admit, recently, uh, in fact, uh, I bought this wine. I think coming back. No, I couldn't have done. I wouldn't have been buying wine after that. But I bought it recently in Manchester because um, there's not a Coop near to me. Um, but I, I must admit that Coop do stock not only a, a great well, not a great in number, but a, a high quality range. And by high quality, I'm going to, I'm going to have to clarify that. Actually. 
what I mean by high quality, Jovic, is right at my price point. There's a good choice for someone like me who pays between six or uh, five and ten pounds, and that obviously is where uh, the court realise there is a, a target market. Uh, slightly, perhaps you get better choice in the Manchester ones. Perhaps there are a lot of young professionals there that you know will pay up to more than that, and so. And the other thing is, they have almost a completely different range than I find when I go into my Tesco or Asta. There's, there's not that overlap. So I find with that and Morrison's and Well, those four shops, uh, alongside, of course, my uh, Naked Wine purchases, uh, do me adequately with choice. I don't feel restricted at all. And, and one thing I will say that I do think that uh, my friend Ian in the in the Florida said... Um, Although they, you can pick some great um, Californian and domestic wines, when you're talking about getting, um, you know, European wines, you know, you're you're going to have to search out somewhere. Where in the UK we are spoiled in many ways for the range of wines from the different uh, wine regions of the world. So yes, it's a court wine, five ninety nine, uh, uh, court wine. Uh, by the way, another word for petite syrah is Durif, D-U-R-I-F. That's the it's uh, the people in uh, the USA that call it petite syrah. And they spelt syrah, by the way, with an I, not a Y. Uh, I don't know whether we'll talk a lot about that because I've got a lot to talk about on this wine tasting event. So that is why, if you look on our page, you will see at the moment there isn't the topic for next week because I might be talking a little bit about petite syrah. And this one is lovely. So I just just I briefly just found a review on this wine. Oh, good. If you want me to read it out, and then you can if it, do your. If, uh, if if it's one that meets with your approval in terms of they have a similar. Yeah. Is it? It's um. It's a returning member to Lathwaite's, and mm-hmm. he says uh, he was very pleased to find the first bottle that he opened from Lathwaite was every bit as good as he remembered. You just don't find wine of this quality in the supermarket. And uh, he goes on to say, I recommend that this heavy, rich and aromatic wine is drunk in moderation, not because of its strength, but because it does not need to be drunk in vast quantities. Too much of a good thing means that it loses its impact, and the impact is the great pleasure here. Yeah, uh, not exactly the same thing as that, but... um uh, a few weeks back, I had this Greek wine, which was actually I was surprised it was a, a very sweet wine. And basically, you you almost wanted to pour it into an aperitif glass uh, because once you'd had one, the first glass was absolutely marvellous. The second glass, you almost wish you'd only poured half the amount out because yeah. uh, you know it was uh, unless you had a sticky toffee pudding to eat with it, it, it was almost too powerful. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll go to mute because you've got the presentation to do now of your wine visit. Oh, good. Thank you very much indeed. Yes, let's get on with the main topic uh, of today. Uh, Let me just clear out some of those little links, I think, um, because I'm not going to talk about um, those petite series today. We may talk about those on another day. Yes, um, the naked wines uh, that I... I don't work for them. I am just a happy customer. Uh, have organised their recent uh, tour. This is the um, Naked Wines tour. Um, I, I may even read some other people's uh, comments on it. I haven't made a comment yet because I wanted to do my comment in audio, not in text. And I've just spent um, quite a bit of time today putting up uh 26 photographs that I took. Now, I did take a very short video, but I decided not to put it up because I made the mistake of taking the video right at the event uh, as it opened. Uh, This was on the 28th of June. It was an evening event, ran from half six till, well, they were stopping letting people in at nine, and it wound up about half nine. So it was barely three hours. Went with my friend Jack, who's not a Naked Wine customer, but he's considering becoming one. Cost us £10 each, as I say. That money could be converted in towards your order. And uh, for that, you've got um, the the guide to all the wines. 
as I said, there were 145 wines uh, on offer. We, uh, I tried about 44. My friend Jack tried a few more than that. And I must admit that um, I only poured away four to five of those. So basically drank 40. And they were very generous helpings, thank you very much. So I must have come away with about a litre of wine swilling around in me and a very pleasant effect it had on me too. I was a very enjoyable evening. Uh, it was arranged at Manchester Town Hall. It was in the large central hall and you'll see some of the decorations in the background from this. The link I put into the room... Oh, it just reminded me, I didn't read out the TwitPick link, did I, for the wine I'm drinking. Let me just do that very briefly. Apologies for that. Uh, remember, all in small case, it's twitpick.com forward slash A3J1B6. twitpick.com forward slash a 3 j one B six. Okay, so what I've done is I've uh, got a, what's called a, a Flickr stream uh, site, and um, I put up twenty six images from the event. Unfortunately, I tried to I put them up. I numbered them from one to twenty six, and of course they've gone up in and are showing in reverse order twenty six back to one. So the link I put in the room is page two, and I'm going to read that URL out now. And it's www.flickr, that's spelt with no E, so it's dot uh, com forward slash photos, forward slash Dave AC, forward slash page two. And about halfway down the page, you look for the first picture, which is number one, uh, Benjamin Darnold, um and... Uh, that shows you the first pictures of the wine, and I'm hoping that um, I can click on these without it operating. Slightly apologise for the very first picture, and yes, indeed, it was the first picture. It's out of focus, not because I was drunk. Um, uh, it was because I, I think somebody nudged me as I took the photograph. Um, okay, let me say that um, they'd arranged the wines around the room, starting with the French and then the Spanish, uh, and basically the old world wines, and then we went round to uh, to Chile and Australia and New Zealand and so on. Um, it was an absolutely crowded event. The very first wine that we tasted was actually in that picture. That was uh, wine number 10 by Benjamin Darnot, uh, Minervois, 2012. Um, we and myself and Jack thought it was absolutely fabulous. Uh, and I'm going to give some basic information. 13.5% from the Londoc region, France. Um, now, I, with these wines, there's are two prices. There's the uh, retail price and there's the wine you pay as a naked wine customer. So this is um, a wine that is a retail price of £9.50. Uh, and it, for your discount, you get it at 6 99 So basically, we're talking about a $15 wine that you get for $10. So if you think of it in those regions. Absolutely stunning wine. In fact, we went all the way round, and my friend Jack said actually that was his favourite wine. Uh, although I must admit that I preferred um, some of the... Um, the um, the reserve, well, the next wine he did was a reserver and so on. The winemaker was uh, Benjamin Darnault, as I said. Now, what I'm going to do is... Um, briefly go through some of these pictures. I'm not going to comment on every one, otherwise we'll be here for two hours and you can check these pictures yourself. I'm just hoping that uh, I don't use this Flickr stream so much. Yes, uh, you click the newer button to go to picture two. The newer button is above and um, you'll see um, the next page shows that wine's 14 to 17 uh, these are the Virgil Jolly uh, wines, the Long Dock region as well. One of the whites, the uh, Sauvignon Blanc, then a Merlot, uh, a, an organic, uh, uh, then um, two others, including, I don't know, number 18 is not on there. Okay. Um, now, I, I'm going to say straight away that I'm already realizing this is going to be a little bit of a a marathon if I go through this. So I'm going to move through them quickly 
And for the naked wine people, I'm sure they'll be picking out wines that are their favourite. I'm now on three, and I'm just hoping that you're going to be clicking along with these as you're listening back to the audio. So we're on this uh, second page of my Flickr account. And there's just a general view of some of the uh, French wines looking towards the Spanish wines. I'm up to page four, and we've got the Domaine of Vineyards, uh, n the number 25 and 6 in there. The Osura uh, and the Proprietors Reserve were absolutely fantastic. Number 26, Domaine of Vineyards, Proprietors Reserve, 2008. That's Joe and Ryan O'Connell's from Londot Region. That, by the way, uh, Jorvik, uh, number 26. £31, so that's $45, $46. Naked Wines price, um, $17.49. So even there, it's sort of getting on for, what, $28. That was one of the dearest wines, but I have to say it was one of my star wines of the evening. Number 26 on that image, number 4. And then there's a general view, uh, that's uh, young Ryan O'Donnell there, very uh, personable young man, works with his father in their vineyard, and um, he came across as being really genuine young man. He's not there because his father uh, you know, runs it. He's uh, probably uh, highly technical and highly skilled himself. And then uh, picture number six, another general view, looking down the line. You can see the old uh, uh, Great Central Hall that we're in at Manchester Town Hall. Now, I am going to look, pay, take quite a little bit of time now, Jorvik and listeners, over pay, uh, picture seven. Um, this is showing images of uh, wines number 31, 32 and 33. And... Um, this is the Burjo Vigo. These are three Riocas. 31 is the Tinto 2010. Then we've got the, because uh, obviously it has to be kept longer, the Crianza, uh, number 32, is 2009. And the uh, Reserva is 2006. And number 33 was my wine of the event, the Burgo Vigo Rioca Reserva by Gorka Exibarina, I think that is how you pronounce it, from the Rioja region of Spain. That, again, absolutely unbelievable, great value. It's only normally £12, and the um, Naked Wines price is 9 So we're talking about a wine that is, what, $18, $19, but you can get it for $15. Uh, $15. And that was the standout wine for me. Number 33 of the wine tour. I'm just going to go on to the next image and then I'm going to play an audio. Oh, there's a close-up of wine 36, picture number 8. Hope you're going along with these pictures, otherwise what I'm saying may not make complete sense here. Right, here we are at image number 9 and these are wines numbered 34 to 37 in the catalogue. Uh, the 34, 35, and 36 are by Rondolofo Bastila. Sorry. Uh, first one's a La Mancha, and the other two are from Rioja. Um, Tempranillo wines. Uh, we've got two of those of the 35 and 36 of the Hacienda Don Herman, the Tempranillo, and the Reserva. And then number 37. Was uh, I'm going to be playing a clip in a minute, but um, Jeff, Jeff uh, from Naked Wines, one of the angels, I'll just say without going through his surname and what have you, if you go to Naked Wines and you remember, you'll recognise his avatar straight away because it's Na uh, Danger Mouse is his little avatar. But number 37, the Hacienda Don Hernan, Grand Reserva, 2004, 13.5%, uh, ridiculously priced according to Jeff at um, what was should be £16 for £12. So it's a $20 wine that you can get for, um, 
actually a $22 wine that you can get for about $16. Now, I did do a little recording in the room with uh, Jeff, and um, what I've done is, because there was such a lot of background uh, noise, I'm going to play it twice. I'm going to play it as we recorded it. Now, the, the reason for doing that is that, although the second time I play it, you will hear it when it's clean, the actual cleaning process takes some of the actual tone out of the voice. It's part and part, unless I'm just not skilled enough. So it, it's only two minutes each time. So let me, I'll play the first one for two minutes, and then I'm going to ask Jorvik if he could make sense and understand what was being said, and then I'll play the cleaned up version. So this is Jeff, one of the Naked Wines Angels, who I buttonholed, well, he actually recognised me, and he said, oh, are you doing a report for your Naked Wine, uh, for your Big and Fruity, Dave? So he knew about this podcast. Thank you, Jeff, for that. And here we go. I'll shut up and let him speak. Hi, this is Dave Acey for Big and Fruity. I'm here at the Manchester Wine Tasting for the Naked Wines, and I've bumped into another Archangel, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Dave. How are you doing? Hi, indeed. Uh, you're just recommending one of the Spanish wines to me, I think. Uh, yes, um, it's well, it's, it's an awesome Grand Reserve Rioja, which Angel price of 11.99 is ridiculous value. Uh, it's it's the um, 2004 Grand Reserve by Rodolfo Bastida, the Hacienda Don Hernan. It is an utter fruit bomb. It's got such oak aging, it's unbelievable. It's a proper food wine, and it needs a lot of breathing time, but it, it rewards you with a mouthful that just goes on and on. And, and for the record, that's number 37 on the wine list. Number 37 on the wine list. I have to say, even the entry-level Samura by the same winemaker is a great Wednesday night wine, especially at the price point. Full of fruit, not too much oak, just a little hint. No bitterness, no acidity, just slides down like silk. Okay, well I hope you're able to hear all that over the noise. It's absolutely packed in here at the Manchester Town Hall. Obviously, uh, Naked Wines is really going big. Last time I was in here, it was a naked, uh, not a uh, naked wine, I don't even dare say the V word. It was, an, it was another uh, event, but uh, the, some of the Spanish wines here have been absolutely outstanding. Uh, number 33 I tried, um, the Rioja. Rioja Reserva. That's right. Yeah, Unbelievable that is. at the price. It's a delicious wine, and it's, it's less than, I think it's less than £10 a bottle. It's, it's ridiculous value. And Gorka's wines just keep getting better and better every vintage. Okay, well, yeah, it's taken me nearly an hour to get to France and half of Spain. So I don't know how we'll be at the end. Um, well, I hope you enjoy the rest of the evening, Jeff. Thanks for taking the time out to talk to us, and uh, hope you'll listen back to the uh, recording. Thank you, Dave. Enjoy your evening. Okay, and I know my voice is distorting slightly there, but because there was so much background noise, I was holding my recording device quite near to us, and of course we were popping a little bit, but I have a feeling our voices would have been completely lost. Um, and you, you heard a man there who can pronounce his wines and winemakers far better than I can. Um, Jorvik, uh, while you unmute yourself, um, could you... Um, get the gist of all that over the background noise yeah i i actually heard it very plainly excellent well i still yeah. will take the trouble it's only two minutes long so i will take the trouble to 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 play it and as you said uh, by the way the the entry simura one that you mentioned that was wine 34 in that picture that you're seeing uh hopefully if you're going along with us that's picture nine on my um www.flicker without an e dot com forward slash photos forward slash davyc forward slash page two and by the way if you're listening to this big and fruity way way in the future it may no longer be page two as i may well have added more photographs <laughs> from uh upcoming events and uh, we've got guest three joined us guest three um i will allow you to chat uh i've been a little bit careful with people coming in the room but uh, here we go. I'll uh, allow you to chat. Uh, this is Dave AC in the chair. We've got Jorvik listening and giving a report for the Naked Wines event I went to in Manchester on the 28th of June. Uh, I will put, because you may not be in the pro client, I'll put the link in again. Oh, hi, Kerry. Excellent. Thank you. Um, to Jorvik, that's uh, Kerry who does the uh, Garden City um Garden, Garden City Community Chat Show. Thank you. Um, you uh, I'm just giving a review of the Naked Wines event I went to. Uh, if you want to 
tag along and get a little bit more sense of it. As I say, I just put up 26 pictures from it. We're on the page two, and we're looking at image nine. And to give you a chance to do that, I've just played, um, I bumped into a guy called Jeff. I won't give his second name, but Jeff from Naked Wines. Um, Danger Mouse is his avatar. Uh, we just played a two-minute recording that I took in the venue. Now, uh, as I was saying to Jorvik just a moment ago, I did some uh, cleaning work on that uh, audio to try and get rid of the background sound, but it does affect your voices. And again, I am slightly peeking out. I was holding the recording device very near to try and differentiate our voices from the background. So here we go with a two-minute clip. And Kerry, if you wish to, if you take a look at that uh, link, we're on picture nine on that page two. Here we go. Hi, this is Dave AC for Big and Fruity. I'm here at the Manchester Wine Tasting for the Naked Wines. And I've bumped into another Archangel. Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Dave. How are you doing? Hi, indeed. Uh, you're just recommending one of the Spanish wines to me, I think. Uh, yes, um, it's well, it's, it's an awesome Grand Reserve Rioja, which Angel price of 11.99 is ridiculous value. Uh, it's it's the um, 2004 Grand Reserve by Rodolfo Bastida, the Hacienda Don Hernan. It is an utter fruit bomb. It's got such oak aging, it's unbelievable. It's a proper food wine, and it needs a lot of breathing time, but it, it rewards you with a mouthful that just goes on and on. And, and for the record, that's number 37 on the wine list. Number 37 on the wine list. I have to say, even the entry-level Samura by the same winemaker is a great Wednesday night wine, especially at the price point. Full of fruit, not too much oak, just a little hint. No bitterness, no acidity, just slides down like silk. Okay, well I hope you're able to hear all that over the noise. It's absolutely packed in here at the Manchester Town Hall. Obviously, uh, Naked Wines is really going big. Last time I was in here, it was a naked, uh, not a naked wine, I don't even dare say the V word. It was, an, <laughs> it was another uh, event. But uh, the, some of the Spanish wines here have been absolutely outstanding. Uh, number 33 I tried, um, the Rioja. Rioja Reserva. That's right. Yeah, Unbelievable that is. At the price. It's a delicious wine. And it's, it's less than, I think it's less than ten pound a bottle. It's, it's ridiculous value. And Gorka's wines just keep getting better and better every vintage. Okay. Well, yeah, it's taken me nearly an hour to get through France and half of Spain. So I don't know how maybe at the end. Um, well, I hope you enjoy the rest of the evening, Jeff. Thanks for taking the time out to talk to us, and uh, hope you listen back to the recording. Uh, Thank you, Dave. Enjoy your evening. Okay, as I say, there's slight distortion on my voice, trying to be too near it. I did take a short video, Kerry, but um, I took a video mistakenly right at the beginning when the place was virtually not started. So uh, I decided not to put that up and just go with these 36 pictures. Uh, I've got a couple of more little short reports I did on the scene. I'm just going to go by clicking the newer picture. Uh, so that's basically we're on picture 10 at the moment. And this is the Morham uh, Rioja by Carlos Rodriguez. Uh, their wines, 30, uh, 42, 43 and 44. 44 was my favourite. Again, that was a Rioja Reserva, 2007. Uh, that's 13.5%. Again, full price is £13, which is $20. Uh, but it was reduced to um, £9.50, which is what... Uh, five dollars less so call it uh, uh, fourteen dollars something like that so that really um was the the nicest of the carlos rodriguez ones um they he actually had five wines there and you can just see three of them in the picture let's move along a little bit longer uh, and we're looking at picture 11 now and um if you guys are looking at that, you'll see a picture. That's the old town hall. Um, this town hall, by the way, was built with money from the cotton trade. Um, this was built at a time when Manchester was really a prestige city. Uh, because of the Manchester Ship Canal and uh, the fact that uh, we could bypass Liverpool and the cotton industry could bring the cotton straight into Manchester, this town hall, when you look at it from the outside, I mean, it's almost like a royal palace. I know it looks dark stone there, but there's some beautiful murals on the side walls, great chandeliers, very high ceiling. Um, it's a beautiful room to have an occasion in. 
right at the far end as we're looking down the room uh, they had a big food stall at the bottom and they had tables outside where you could take a seat and there was all sort of uh, uh, conference rooms off to the side which Naked Wines weren't using uh, the chap, uh, not in the the check shirt, but the chap to the right of him there in the blue jacket and, uh, dare I say it, Jack, a pink shirt, is my mate Jack, who I went with, and he's just churning at me, thinking, what's he doing now? He's, Let's get back to the wines. I want, to, uh, I want to get back to the wines. And there's Dave taking another photograph. So that's just a general view. And again, hopefully you are looking at these photographs. Uh, page 12, again, you've got a picture, and these are all industrial and historical pictures down the sides. And there you can see Naked Wines had a few projector screens with some information up. And uh, as I say, this was on a Thursday evening. Quite a few people had come in from work, I think, are uh, into Manchester for the early evening. And now I'm on to pay, uh, number 13, and that's showing some of the wines from um, this, what, 33? 53, 54, 55, uh, which uh, I actually didn't taste those. I had to go past those. They are from Antonio Ventura, and um, they they were mid-priced wines, 39, 40%. But as I say, uh, Kerry, there were um, uh, 145 wines. There was no way I was going to taste them all. So I'm going to move on to the next picture, which is uh, picture 14, showing 56, 57, 58, 57 was really a lovely wine, and that is Negridos Duro, 2008, by uh, Marine, Mario Negridos, from the Duro region of Spain, 14%, £15 wine, that's a $22 wine, uh, priced at $15, that was absolutely, again, one of my standout wine. And so was the Oscars Duro next to it, number 58. Okay, rather so I can take a little sip of a wine, uh, and I'm going to ask Jorvik if you want to make any comments in a moment or two. I'm going to play another little short report I did on the scene. I went out of the side, uh, the main hall, just to a, si a side room, and recorded another little two-minute uh, sort of first thoughts on the event. So here we go. Well, this is Dave O.C. at the Manchester Town Hall. I've just taken a little break, come out of the main noise, um, and I'm recording this for the Big and Fruity podcast, double one, double two, seven two. Just had a lovely little um, meet-up with Jeff, one of the uh, archangels from Naked Wines, and he very kindly uh, agreed to do a little interview. We conducted that interview in the actual real noise of the hall, I'm hoping that will play out okay on the podcast uh, in a moment. But uh, thank you, Jeff, for that. We were absolutely raving over the Spanish wines. <laughs> I've been here for now uh, just over an hour, and all I've gone through is uh, France and Spain. Uh, I've tested about uh, 22 wines. My friend Jack is with me. He's tested about uh, 26. I've just left him to sort of forge ahead from me well, as I say, I stepped out of the main hall to record my initial thoughts. Again, uh, unsurprisingly, it has been the, uh, the uh, Spanish Riocas that have been uh, standing out for me. The, um, both the Crianzas, the Reservas, and even number 37, the Grand Reserva. I think number 33 has been my favourite up to now. I will try and give those details live on the show after you listen to this little recording. So... Um, I'm just going to take a two-minute break and um, then head back into the melee. Really enjoying it here at Manchester. Thank you, Naked Wines, for coming and your 2012 wine tour. If you're a Naked Wines uh, person and the tour has not reached your area yet, I do urge you to try and make it 140-odd wines here. I doubt if I'll make many more than 60, but uh, I will try on your behalf. Uh, Dave AC, back to the main podcast. Yeah, I didn't get to that many. And of course, I've got my first correction of the day, uh, Jorvik. Uh, actually, these wines that we've been looking at uh, from 52 onwards are actually wines from Portugal. I should have realised that when, of course, uh, I said the word Juro region. That's uh, in Portugal. So um, those people that were shouting at their recording saying, do you know anything, David? That's from Portugal. Yes, they're Portugal wines from Portugal, I realised that, um, and I should have said it right off the bat, but uh, there we go, 
and, and then we go on to some German wines in a moment. I'm not too sure whether I've got any pictures of going on to the German ones there, but I'll move quickly on to... Well, actually, while I go on to that, um, let me just go and give um, Jorvik a moment to unmute and say, um, as we... I'm looking at picture 15 with um, the award-winning 157, uh, which I did actually taste, by the way. That was the Negros Duro uh, from Mario Negros, uh, a Spanish wine. That was the one that was 15 pounds and um, I also tried the Oscars Duro Doc uh, 2008, which I still rated highly, but not quite as much as 57. Uh, uh, 57 was actually, again, one of the standout wines, and it's from Portugal. So, um, Jorvik, uh, any, any comment to make so far? Or are you just following along? No, I'm following you. I'm on 15, Oscar Cavedo. Uh Yeah, it's Excellent. very interesting. Okay, well, the next picture is brilliant because this is uh, picture 16, and this shows you the range of the Arabella wines. The Arabella wines have been one of the outstanding successes of the Naked wines. There's been uh, the Arabella wines, um, and these, oh, let me get to the right page, uh, produced by Stephen DeWet. Stephen DeWet and um, the... Um, and another range of wines that I'll be talking about the um, the um, later on. I, I won't jump the gun on that one. I'll leave it. But the, the Arabella have been... Virtually every time I get a mixed uh, case of wines, there's nearly always one of the Arabellas. I nearly always get the Arabella Shiraz, uh, which uh, in this picture is... Um, ooh, Actually, we're seeing there the 76, we're seeing the Sauvignon Blanc, then the Merlot, the, Cabernet, the 78 is the Cabernet Sauvignon, um, the 79 is the Reserva. So, um, but I've had the Cabernet Sauvignon, and I think I've had the Merlot. I'm sure my friend Ian, in, um, again in Florida, will love that Merlot, is his favourite wine. Again, by Stephen DeWitt, um and these range in price between um what twelve and a half pounds that's sixteen seventeen dollars down to actually as reasonable as ten dollars just over six pounds so if uh very distinctive with the Arabella is a horse by the way that's a that little red image is a, a horse's head um so that is uh, the reason for that label and we'll go on to. 17, there's a close-up of 77, which uh, is the... And I took that picture up in particular for Ian to check out. Um, and I'm going to go on quickly to 18. I'm just going to read those, and then I'll go back to another clip. Yes, here we're on the um, wines from... Um, there's uh, 81, that's a, a Chardonnay. So I did actually look at some of the white wines, although I didn't taste any. Then 82, the um, uh, Angels Selection Cabernet uh, Syrah, sorry. Uh, and 83, which was absolutely beautiful. The, I'm not even sure how you pronounce that, so I'm going to spell it. M-O-E-R-B-E-I. Morbelli Stable Shiraz 2010. 15% uh, that was, and it was an absolutely cracking wine and deserves the full four stars for that and i'm going to play the last of my audio reports this is a short one just under a minute and then we'll go on to picture 19 well listen to that buzz we're now at uh, half eight in manchester on the thursday night the uh, naked wines tour it is absolutely full here in the Manchester Town Hall Walk. We have had a fantastic night, my friend Jack and myself. We are now, as I say, been here two hours. We have made it diagonally across the room. In other words, we have done half of the 145 wines. So we're at 70 wines. I personally drunk about uh, 44. I think my friend Jack is coming up to about 52. There's probably an awful lot of background noise here, so 
I'm not sure whether this recording will make it onto the bigger booty, but there you go. And I'm going to sign off for now. Yeah, and again, I apologise for my voice uh, uh, peaking there. Uh, that was done back in the Great Hall, and um, obviously I was trying to uh, shout over the background noise. Okay, uh, and uh, Kerry's bowing out now, but thank you for taking the time out to come on. Um, just put, Can you just put in the um, your show ID, Kerry, because I haven't got time to look it up. Uh, Kerry does um, uh, a weekly show on the... Uh, on Torchu's site, and if he just has the time to just put in the call ID number, uh, we'll just give it the shout-out. This is for residents of the Garden City in America, but it's a great show. He covers some great, interesting topics. He has some great guests on, talk about all sorts of things, and the show ID on Torchu is 82757. Okay, thank you for that, Kerry, and uh, there's lots of... I think he's just celebrated his 100th show recently. Actually got interviewed on their local TV station. So, uh, fantastic. That was great. Thank you for dropping in, Kerry. And if you'll excuse me, I'll get back to the podcast and uh, wish you well. Thank you for dropping in. Okay, we're going to progress onwards. Um, and I'm now to picture 19. Now, this was another... In actual fact, I should have said there's three or four really big... Um, uh, winemakers that uh, are well known because of course I, I mentioned the, the young lad earlier on didn't I um, the O'Donnells but this is um, uh, we're up to okay. concentrate David concentrate you're not drinking too much well I am actually um, this is the Brewer Rats uh, winemaker and we're looking at um, 84 to 87 Um and these are st from the Stellenbosch reason. And we have got, uh, yes, we're um, on South African wines here. And we've got um, their uh, uh, 44, their Chenin Blanc, 2011, um, their family Chenin Blanc, and then their original Red Blend, and their Rats family Cabernet Franc. Excuse me. Well, I must admit, of those, number 87 was my favourite. The uh, Rats family Cabernet Franc, 2009, 14.5%. Mind you, I always go for quality. It's £18, 17.99. So what's that £18? That's getting on for 26 to $28, but reduced to for Naked Wine customers, um, 13 49 So it should be $28 reduced to uh, 19.99, just under $20. As I say, 14.5%, and that was beautiful. I'm not going to try and describe how these wines tasted. Obviously, they tend to get into a little bit of a blur, but my notes say an absolute star of a wine there. So quickly, I'm just going to check how long we're going. 47 minutes. I may have to get a move on. In fact, picture 20 shows how much I liked it we've got a close up there of the two bottles 86 and 89 there red wine blend and the Cabernet Franc 87 is one I would recommend to other torture uh, other naked wines drinkers and we're going to move on now to uh, wines from uh, Chile and Argentina and we're looking now at um, the wines uh, 89, 90, and 91. And these are from Chile, from Constantina and Felipe Garcia. Um, uh, these actually were huge naked wine favourites. Winemakers of the year 2010, funded by the Angels, who helped them realise their dream and go it alone. Winners of the Best Sauvignon in the Wines of Chile Awards, two years ago so we're talking about really skilled winemakers here uh, and their range is there got the uh kimba kimbao is that k-i-m-b-a-o range of wines the sauvignon blanc which i've got a feeling that um jorvik would probably love to taste and try 13 percent um Reduced to 6.99 for naked wine customers. Then their Cabernet Sauvignon Caminieri, and also a Pinot Noir. And not sh oh yes, Sean, uh, 91 is their Caminieri 
2011. Um, and I gave the number 90, the Pinot Noir, 4.5 out of 5. That was lovely, 49% from the Central Valley of uh, Chile. Really good wines. And, and this is one thing I will say. I did go to an A. Actually, in fact, if you look further on in my uh, Flickr stream, you'll see that the, the event before I went to was a Virgin Wines event. And although the wines were good there, uh, it was sort of uh, one in four that I was really liking. Here, I mean, it was very difficult to make our way across the room because there were so many lovely wines. And there we can see Pitch 22, the chilli wines. I think I better move a little bit faster, although we've only got to get to 26. Page, uh, picture 23 is a general view, and you can still see I'm still on the first line of tables. Let's move to picture 24. And here we are. Here's one of the other main famous uh, winemakers in the Naked Wine stable, and this is um, Jock Harvey. And uh, we're now at the Australian wines. So we're looking at wines 110, 111, 112. Now you'll notice straight away that pictures 110 and 11 wines do not have full labels on. These are coming soon wines. This was a first chance for the angels to taste those wines. So that was one of the great features of this, that you could taste wines that weren't yet on sale. So looking at those um, wines, let's go to 110 is the uh, Farmer's Story uh, Sauvignon Similion. And actually, that was the only... You won't believe this, Jorvik. That was the only white wine I tasted in the evening. And it was absolutely beautiful. And I only tasted it because my friend Jack was tasting the extra 10 wines he had to me with the whites. And he thought that was beautiful. And so I had a taste of it. And it was gorgeous. And that's by Jock Harvey from the McLaren Vale area of Australia. 12.5% coming soon, so no price listings. And also was this Farm Story Shiraz, which I am very, very tempted to order. Uh, that's coming soon. Again, from the McLaren Vale, 14%. Uh, some of the Jock Harvey's um, Brewery Hill wines have been outstanding and there you've got number 112, the Brewery Hill Assemblage, 2011. That's 13.5%, £12 reduced to £9 for uh, things. And I gave that 4 out of 5. But the only reason I gave it 4 out of 5, not 4.5, was because I had just been blown away by the earlier Spanish Riocas. Okay, let's, we're almost done now, folks. So well done if you've kept with us so far. We're now on to page um, 25, and we're looking from the other two Australian winemakers, uh, Matt Falls and Anita Bowen, although there was Thomas Horden as well. We've got four winemakers from Australia. Um, let me just read a little bit about these Australian winemakers. Thomas Horden, second-generation winemaker and a young rising star. Um, Thomas has access to some of the best grapes in New South Wales. Then there was the Jock Harvey, long-standing customer favourite, funded by angels with oodles of talent and great value wines. Jock was running up to our winemaker of the year competition two years in a row, and I suspect he'll scoop it one day these years. This is reading from the blurb in the pamphlet. Matt Foles, uh, discovered by our archangels at the London Wine Fair three years ago. Wine, Matt's wines aren't funded by Naked, but they're blooming good. And Anita Bowen, award-winning winemaker, um, Anita's Balthasar uh, of the Barossa, upstaged larger, larger vin vineries from across Australia and New Zealand to be awarded the prestigious Best Australian Shiraz Trophy for the 2005 vintage at their national show. So we're talking really uh, outstanding winemakers. So in that picture, you can see from wines from 114 to 118. Very briefly, I'm aware of the time now. Uh, at 14, uh, we've got the um, Blackwood Ridge Pinot Noir, 2010, uh, retailing at £12. Now, one of the very successful wines that have been on offer by Matt Foles is his range of called Ladies Who Shoot Their Lunch. They've got a white wine there, the Ladies Who Shoot Their Lunch, Risling, 
2009. That, again, I've got to mention Jack, although I didn't taste it, that was one of his favourite white wines, along with the Farmer's Story, uh, one that I mentioned before, 2010. And then the uh, I did taste the ladies' wine who shoot their lunch, Shiraz, 2009, gave it four and a half. Again, my Matt Foles, uh, Strathbogle Ranges, that, by the way, is a £20 wine, Jorvik, reduced to £15 for Archangels. Lovely wine. And then you can see 118, the Balthazar Barossa Ishar Shiraz 2009. I think I gave that a general 4 rating, but again, by 14.5%. Um, uh, the next wine I actually tasted was her, and I've given a star to it, it was number 119, which I'm not sure whether we have a picture. It's just on the very edge of that image, uh, next to 118. Uh, that was a lovely uh, wine. Balthasar Barossa Shiraz, 2007, 14.5%. That, by the way, was the dearest wine, and it was £33, Jorvik, reduced to £18. So that is a $50 wine, reduced to, um, what, um Thirty dollars, fourteen uh, half, and that was a very nice wine indeed. And I think you may be pleased that we are coming as we're near the one-hour mark to the final picture that I've uploaded, picture twenty-six, and this is no less for being the final picture. Small and small is a great range of wines, and in actual fact, it was one of the wines uh, I got as a freebie. Uh, from Naked Wines. I got a small and small Sauvignon Blanc uh, as a freebie from Naked Wines about six months ago and that was one of the nicest white wines I've ever drunk and uh, I would highly recommend it. But you can see there pictures of wines 120 to 123 and they are uh, the small and small um, Theodore Sauvignon Blanc 2011. In actual fact, I did, I take it a lie, I did try, I must have tried about four white wines, and I've not given it a star rating, I put lovely against it. That was a £16 wine, 14%. Uh, the number the 122, small and so, small, here. I can never pronounce that, 2011, at £14, again reduced with the Naked Wines concession to 9 99 and number 122, sorry, 123 is the small and small Pinot Noir. Uh, and that is a coming soon one. That was a trial wine. And I think, I'm just going to click, I think that is the last of the pictures. So, wow. Thank you if you've managed to stay with us for the whole hour. Thank you, Kelly, for dropping in. I'm going to see if Jorvik wants to unmute and make any comments very difficult, of course, for him to make any real assessment from pictures and my comments. But um, one thing I will say to him is that um, what what pleased me greatly was um, I don't think I had a duff wine. I think I had one white wine that had a slight petroly smell that put me off. I had one white wine that ta uh, smelled beautiful on the nose of uh, lavenders and whatever, but then didn't live up to the promise on the taste. But then I'm not really a white wine drinker. Um, as I say, out of the 44 wines, I think I poured away five. But that was more for the reason that I wanted to remain standing up than the um, quality of those wines. So, Jovic, first of all, any comments on any particular things you've seen and heard? No, and I, secondly, I, I was following you through. I was following you through on the photos and listening to what you were saying. It's very interesting. Okay, absolutely. Um, uh, all I can say is that uh, you probably got a better sense of the event from the, those little clips I was playing and the hubbub and the excitement going around the room. Um, it really was um, a, a, a very, very worthwhile event. And since I have uh, talked about this, I'm going to put two Naked Wines links in. One is to the actual Naked Wines homepage. And remember, if you're not in the UK, they've now got beta sites up for 
the uh, USA and for Australia. But that's the Naked Wines one in the UK, www.nakedwines.com forward slash home. And um, I believe you can read um, the uh, Naked Wines site, even if you're not a member. And I'm just going to put a clip in, linking not to the Big and Fruity group, although I should do, I suppose. I put a link into the Naked Wines Tour 2012. There are many pages of comments. Um, Oh, here's one from Paul. Let me read a couple out and then we will stop at the one hour mark. Paul writes, really enjoyed the Manchester tasting last week. Great location and atmosphere and of course wine. I took along a few lads from work. We had a fantastic time. So much so that they're asking about tickets for the next event. I was really impressed with the number of wines available and being able to speak to the winemakers and and that makes this tasting a cut above those I've visited before. So keep up the good work. Get back to Manchester or Liverpool soon and get some of that farmer's story ready for purchase. That was one of the ones we just mentioned recently. Uh, And I could read lots of those little clips out. Um, I should mention my friend April up in uh, uh, Scotland, uh, who went, I think, to the Edinburgh event. She had a fantastic time. Um, the only slight down thing to her event was, um, and I hope I don't embarrass her by saying it, she wasn't sure which wine she'd ordered at the end because she was uh, rather imbibed by the end of the event. So, April, if you listen to this, it sounds as though you had an absolutely fantastic event uh, and... Uh, you were, and actually, by the way, I, I should commendate her on her blog, which I've not actually got a blog link sorted. I'll try and rectify that soon. But she does do her own blog uh, on wine. Oh, I know where it is. Let me go to my Big and Fruity Wine blog. I've got a feeling I've got it as a, a link somewhere. Let me just go to my home page. Uh, this is bigandfruity.wordpress.com. Let me see if I've put it... There we are. I have. April, you're going to get some traffic, I hope. Her blog is called, and I'll put it in the room for your Vic, kittydumpling.wordpress.com. And let's have a little look what she's written. I won't read it all. But I'll read what she put on the 1st of July. Finally recovered from the uh, Naked Wines wine tasting event in Edinburgh on Friday. What a night. I was scared initially because I didn't know anyone, but everybody was so nice that I quickly felt welcome. Standout wines of the evening were Benjamin Darnell's Minervois 2011, Virgil Jolly's Savignon Blanc 2011, Labelle Stables Falls, again, excuse my pronunciation, 2011 of Vineyards Trala. I'm not sure if I need to click on that to read a little bit more of it. Oh, she's got a complete list there. She's got Carlos Rodriguez, Morham Rioja Reserva. She's mentioned that Negros Duro 2008 that I mentioned. Uh, she's got Stephen DeWett's Arabella Reserva in Unison 2010 and the Brewer Rats family Chenon Blanc. Managed to taste 58 of the 145 wines. Well done, April. What a girl. Okay, uh, that's a young lady uh, who's in the circle of friends of my son up in Dundee, but she went to the Edinburgh tasting of that. So... Absolutely brilliant. Thank you for listening. We've gone rather longer than usual. Remember, next week I will put up the topic with a little bit more detail. Might talk a little bit more in depth about the Petite Syrah. And I want to thank Jorvik. Ask for his final thoughts. And then I will find our play-out music, uh, the jazz-out outro music, the pod-safe way out of the podcast. So, final thoughts, Jorvik. And uh, thank you for staying with us. Yeah, a good show again, Dave. Um, Thanks very much, and uh, wish you a good night. Okay, hopefully you might be able to join us. I believe you're on holiday next week. Yes, hopefully I'll be able to uh, get a bit of internet and uh, come in. Yes, I'll try.
Excellent. Well, thank you, everybody. If you've managed to listen through, hopefully you were able to follow along with those uh, picture links that I showed you. Remember, they started at www.flickr.com forward slash photos forward slash David C forward slash page two. But if you're listening to this way into the future, it may now be page 10 or 11 if I've added lots of other events since the recording of this on the 3rd of July. Oh, that reminds me. I don't know whether you're a fan of the people of the United States, but I think they deserve a little toast to independence. Happy 4th of July to those people tomorrow, and uh, I'm going to toast your health. And I'll mention both Bruce, uh, that's uh, Bruce, uh, Mike, and Ian, three of the main people that I talk with in the United States, as well as Jeff Perry, uh, Dart, who's in uh, Tahiti, uh, and all the other people I should try and remember, uh, Ken and uh, uh, all the other people, Merlin, from Cybob, all the people from America that join us on the Cultum Collective podcast. Uh, and if I've missed your name out at the moment, Kobo and uh, all the others. And of course, the UK listeners like uh, Tim and uh, Andy. Uh, well, that's it for now. Let's not prevaricate uh, any longer. I'll play the outro. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Catch you next week. Mm-hmm.